0: Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, an ordained pastor and educator with years of experience with children, youth, young adults, parents, family ministries, and... I am also your host. If you have questions or ideas, you can find the Facebook group for listeners and follow us on Insta by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. And check out parentstake5.com for more church and family resources or to find out how to request a virtual meeting, speaking engagement, and workshop. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I'm so glad to be back with you. And I know that you are probably tired of my voice by now. And I have good news for you. I have a guest speaker with me today, Eric Nolan. Eric is a Fuller grad. He is a gardener, a writer, a runner, and he loves to go out on dates with his wife. And um, also, let's just say that I brought him on here because he has some pretty information that is going to be helpful for all of us um, as we talk about death and dying and grieving and all those good things. So um glad you're here.
1: Hi. Yeah, good. Glad to be here
0: thank you for, uh, hanging out with us today on such a riveting topic. I know. Um, but it is one that is really important. And, um, so I don't know, Eric y'all, um, I, uh, read an article that he wrote, um, for Presbyterian Outlook, which you guys have heard me talk about Presbyterian Outlook before. We'll put the link, um, so you can read his article. Um, but it is, it's a great article. Um, and he has some experience as, um, from being a hospital chaplain. Yes. Tell me about just in, in general, what was it like being a hospital chaplain?
1: Um, yeah, so I was, there's like a program, you go through CPE, which is kind of like the training program for chaplains, um, generally. And so I was doing like my first, round of CPE as an intern. And there's a lot of learning, a lot of like an educational component to it, but you are kind of thrown in very quickly into the hospital pool of um, you are the chaplain. Um, And it can be a little intimidating at first, like walking around with the nurses and you get to go behind the desk and use the computer. And then you go into the room and you're with a patient. Wow. Uh, Just
0: Cold turkey. There you go.
1: Kind of. Yeah.
0: Man, I, I remember some of these days and that they, they can be challenging. Um, but yeah, I absolutely. appreciate you sharing some of your wisdom um with those of us. And so let's just go ahead and dive in. Um one of the things I'd like to talk about um is how confronting death helped you see your own
1: scars.
0: And how that can bring about healing.
1: Yeah. Um, really good question, Jen. It's like. I mean, Some of this I talked about in the article. But I think the. One of the biggest things that. For me. Like that. In the experiences where I was close to people who were dying. Or. Um, with loved ones of people who were. Or, who are passing it death is like the most ultimate form of loss and so it any anytime you experience a loss or like something like that like a loss of a job or a dream or I don't know finances or a relationship the, the kind of same thing happens but death is just it's like kind of the ultimate exposure to it but what I found the most was that it kind of rattles your sense of like control or it's one of the experiences where you are the most like powerless and it is in that powerlessness where you like can't do anything or feel pretty um, pretty incapable of that how do you care for people in this situation that it shakes loose a lot of your kind of like foundational beliefs about the world or about yourself, or um, it brings up a lot of insecurity. And then in that insecurity, you start to see the uh, um, your coping strategies, <laughs> especially if they're unhealthy. Um, and it's in that kind of recognition of you can start to ask questions of like, why am I behaving this way? Or why am I responding um, to such stressful stimuli in a certain way. Uh, and that gives you a chance to see, uh, Mm. see where these like kind of unhealthy response mechanisms are rooted and you can start to dig those out and kind of recenter yourself. Um, and I can go like into yeah. examples that, that oh, sounds
0: yeah. like a really great place to take it to go with your therapist you know like, yes. oh, 100%. like I've yeah. done some uh self-evaluating here and um here's what I found out said therapist
1: yes <laughs> can you <exactly>. help me <laughs> for sure um yeah it shakes a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. loose and you're like I'm responding this way why mm-hmm. uh, can you help me yeah I
0: think that's really good. and when i when I think about parents
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it, who are maybe dealing with this, confronting death for themselves, um of parents or loved ones um, or their child, mm-hmm. um, it, I think trying to figure out um, or t- maybe taking a step back and seeing how you're responding. And mm-hmm. then asking some questions of yourself about why you're responding that way. I think that's uh, I think that's good for all of us to do. Um, yeah, um, we might surprise ourselves on what we learn.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, um, definitely. And yeah, I think the the reflection part of it I think is the most key because like any kind of loss or suffering, there's the they're kind of like two paths you can take where you mm-hmm. kind of either like repress or push past it or kind of stiff arm your way through it or you can pause in the kind of discomfort of it and if you in the pausing which is like the hardest part and allowing yourself to take a hard look at why do I feel the way that I do or why am I angry why am I upset why am I being I don't whatever your stress response is it's in that reflection and usually like in community with other people, you can start to tease it out, um, and see the, see the intricacies. And that I think is where the healing comes in because
0: Mm.
1: it's in that vulnerability. Like Mm -hmm. that is where Christ is going to meet us and shift our way of thinking about the world. Um, if, if we allow it to happen.
0: I think that's beautifully said. That Christ is going to meet us there, and and I love how you're reiterating to us that um, that's not something we need to sit in by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that we can tease that out to use your words, um, tease that out in community, um, or with your therapist, um, but mm-hmm. some place that's safe. <laughs> yes. Some place that's safe with people who are safe. Um. A hundred percent uh because that's a that's a hard job to tease that that's
1: hard work oh it's incredibly hard and like I I wouldn't have had as good of an experience as I did in chaplaincy if it weren't for like my fellow chaplains I had a really good therapist at the time I had a really good roommate um and my fiance at the time was just like stellar so there's a lot of people that helped me go through it Mm -hmm. um because we were able to process everything that was coming up for me together. Um,
0: well eric um, thank you for your vulnerability and thank you for reminding us that we can also be vulnerable and christ is there in that vulnerability Um, absolutely thank you very much i hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter refocus and reflect on family and faith as you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast Check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.